welcome to the On Topic podcast, the weekly podcast that takes a sideways look at a specific topic and a different topic each time. I'm Richard and I'm joined by my co-host, John, as always. Hi, John. Hi, that's me. I, that is definitely me. That's John's definitely me. furiously Googling at the moment. No, yes, I was trying to confirm a fact. Yeah, which is, that's fact. valid. It's valid. It, I just want to explain your... The silence. Yeah. Um, what are we talking <laughs> about, John? <laughs> Today, we are talking about Egypt. Mm. That's what we're talking about. The place. The place. The place in the world that people call Egypt. It's a funny old place. <laughs> I tell you something. Like I think in my teens, I couldn't get to grips with where it was in the world. So I remember doing Julius Caesar, Shakespeare, and then right. the sequel, Antony and Cleopatra, which is obviously half of it is set in Egypt. I think I, I don't think I sort of could grasp where it was because it's Africa, isn't it? Yes. North Africa. But it's not very African. It's not because like it's I, not like you know, Ghana, Nigeria. You know, I want a fluffy toy. <laughs> right, okay. You're you know, doing the voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm doing the voice. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. I and, think... and South Africa's the same. South Africa is not very African, is it? But I would put you. There's loads of those, isn't there? You can put Morocco, very similar. Tunisia, you wouldn't think Africa, Africa. It's a, just it's a huge continent. It's, it's big. It's massive. a big place. Yeah, I've always said and that. I, I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think there's an almost Americanism as well that um, the Americans' um, geographic thickness has sort of ebbed into the world. Yes. I, think. I don't know how. Hollywood I, as well. I, yeah, I think they just, yeah, ignore like, like, uh, things. <laughs> they Ge- don't really geographically talk- interesting, is it? Because it's not that far, is it, to... No. Your, your areas, you know, sort of southern European areas, sort of thing, you know. It's, yeah, it's... no, I know what you mean. Well, the huge, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's um, it's just baffling, really baffling, especially when you think of things like, like Jesus probably looked like a modern day Ethiopian. That 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 that's what mm. they think, color wise, not a white guy. <laughs> he no. wasn't one white guy with thirteen other white guys wandering around. He'd stick out like a bastard. Like, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably yeah, just the, the fact that depiction. Is it Persian? No, that's Iran. Oh, you see, it's confusing part of the world. It is. It is a great agreed with you. Well, Aladdin, uh, the story of Aladdin is Persian, and but then uh, so Iran, but people <laughs> don't, oh, they right. don't associate them with the other. They don't there you go. There you go. You see. Yeah, we're, no. we're already busting myths. Yeah, and nowhere near each other as well. Iran and uh, Africa, no. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, confusing. So that was me. That's my early window into Egypt, just reading about it in books and stuff, but not really getting any sort of handle on where it was. Mine was, um, I have weirdly, I can I can timeline it, but I'm not going to bother. I think it was about, I'm going to say 1987, 1988, uh, when Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bangles came out, yes. but not because of that. But the Why British... do they walk like that? <laughs> they love it. When um, that song came out, I don't know if it was inspired by, I, I assume it was a coincidental, but around the same time, the British Museum had an Egypt year where they ha- uh, did 
everything. And I remember my dad taking us, and I remember all the way round playing in the background was the Bangles, wow. like an Egyptian. So I have it in my head. So that would have, I'm going to say 87, 88, 89, somewhere around there. What a um, mad song that is now looking at it. Well, because it, it's from the hieroglyph, isn't it's it? A, yeah, I get that. But why sing about it? It rhymed. <laughs> I, <but> that, <laughs> I assume they're, are they Waterman or something like that? That sounds like a very Waterman oh, possibly, kind of yeah. crap, doesn't it? Sort of dirge. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's the, probably the first time. And when you're a kid, um, it's very cool, isn't it? I think they'd got some, the sarcophagus. Uh, we love stealing stuff, don't we? So I, I think they'd got like the sarcophagus and uh, loads of other stuff. I think they borrowed things from the Tutankhamun. Yeah, I've got a funny feeling he was in Britain because he's now the sarcophagi, I suppose. Are in I've been to the that museum in the the in Cairo as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't I, been. You have been. I have. Yeah. I can do a museum twenty minutes. <laughs> oh that yeah, is, that is true. Yeah, yeah, I can just look at the pamphlet. Uh, me, yeah. me and my wife are quite proud of the fact. I'm so sorry to everybody who spends loads of time in a museum. No, it's, we're, no, we're quite proud of the yeah. fact we can do five floors in thirty minutes, and then be, <laughs> and then yeah. be outside. They have asked you to stop shouting "wee" as you run around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just like. No, you say stuff, you've been. Now, yes. When. As I've been twice, actually. Um, right. <laughs> once Must in, have been good. Uh, I think it was 2001. Um, the, uh, we went to Sharm or Sheikh on the south coast, and then we went to Cairo for five, four or five days. Ooh. Strangely, a decade later, um, and by pure fluke, my darling wife was looking for a holiday, and she said... I've always wanted to go to Egypt, so I was like, okay, cool. Which I, I said, but you, you know I've been before. And she said, yeah, no, that's fine. So I said, exactly, that's cool. I just wanted it to not be weird, just so I said it. And she yeah. went, yeah, no, 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 I, I, I don't care. And I went, that's great, that's great. And I said, well, find a find a hotel, and then we'll have a look. And she, because um, uh, that's what we, well, I wasn't doing the manly woman thing. It was just her turn. She chose the hotel, showed me the hotel, and I said, oh, this is really, really weird. I don't know how you did it. Out of all the hotels in Sharm El Sheikh, you've picked the hotel I've been to before. It's totally up to you. Well, no, at that point, you should put your experience on it. It was a good hotel we went. All oh, right, okay, there you go. That's happy days then. <laughs> that was the hotel with the zoo outside. Yeah. That was the one. Is this where your famous camel riding story came from as well? No, that was Tunisia. Uh, is that a myth? Or do they have camels? Uh, they have camels. They have, uh, in, in in Cairo. It's it's where they sand these camels. Yeah, not only that, they, they try to get you to... There's a tourist thing. Don't ride a camel. <laughs> Just don't do it. It's, you'll get nothing out of it. And they're not... Mainly, they're dromedaries, not camels. They've only got one hump. But anyway. Egypt! Science. Yeah. Did you know that Egypt, that, that Cairo, the pyramids of Giza, are the only... Um, seven, one of the seven wonders of the the only one of the seven wonders of the ancient world that's still standing. Okay, so not seven, well, not seven wonders of the world, but the eight, seven wonders of the ancient world. Ancient so you've got the world. gardens of Babylon, Babylon, etc. They're, they're not there now. They're gone. Yeah, all gone, all gone. Apart from you, don't have to worry about the other six because they're not there. The only one that's there is the. What about the rivers of Babylon? 
Um, I think that's just a song. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh. Well, no, that's fair enough. They, they are spectacular. In fact, they came up, didn't they come up in Conspiracy Theories? Yes. When we're talking about the period. Yeah, because yes. I had to ignore the story of me shouting at someone in a pub. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because they are spectacular, but they're clearly man-made. And so not worthy of conspiracy. But they are, I think they're the first thing your brain does. Yeah. If, if you say Egypt, pyramids. I, I Yeah, absolutely. I think they're absolutely inseparable from each other. The second you say it, the first thing is anyone Is there loads of. then? Or like yeah. just a handful? There isn't just three. We, we all think of the three pyramids of uh, Giza, but there's more. There's uh, there's more. Uh, and they're, they're not they're not only... Um, in Once someone does Egypt. one, everyone else is going to want one. So, like, have yeah, you seen well, Kuhn the... new house? <laughs> the first the rain one runs right off it. <laughs> <laughs> the first one isn't even in Giza. The first one's in Egypt, but not in Giza. I can't remember where it is, but it, the, the, the second one um, is the second, third, and fourth are the three pyramids of Giza, sort of thing. They're the ones that you think of. But anyway, it's not, it isn't, they're not the first ones. That's yeah. all. I, and, they're bur- I... and they're burial chambers as so. well. Yes. Pyramids comes to mind, and obviously, pretty much, kind of birth of civilization. Is that fair? You know, not bad. Especially what you think of as modern civilization. Yeah, definitely, definitely. yeah. Because yeah. they are credited with inventing loads of stuff. As we'll get into, we'll drill into some facts or something in a bit. Yeah, the, the pyramids of Giza are the best. I think they're over four thousand five hundred years old. So yeah. they've got two. Basically, two and a half thousand more years than Christ on the, you know, doing laughing really. Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> where, where are we going now? Uh, well, you some facts. Yeah, go for it. Let's fact it. Okay, these are very varied. These facts. Um, number one, an Egyptian father named his newborn daughter Facebook. To commemorate <laughs> the role Facebook played in the 2011 Egyptian Revolution, her full name is Facebook Jamal Ibrahim. Wow! I didn't think you could do that in the UK. I think the registrar would say no. That, that's correct. However, it seems silly. However, quite a poignant reason. It's yeah. I mean, what would you call them? FB? <laughs> so they're mates. I would call them FB. Facey. <laughs> yeah, not a good. Uh, yeah, whatever. The the 2011 revolution, not very good. But one of those things. Put sort of put them back quite a long way. All oh, right. So what? It's not a good thing. No, lots of. Uh, Usually, it's a good thing, isn't it? Like an uprising. Yeah, it was like the change of power and that. It was the the one that would have been. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It wasn't wasn't great. They've got a maniac in charge now. As a result, Facebook is an incredibly powerful platform in Egypt. Uh, Twenty million users. Yeah, I'm not 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 surprised at all. You do you get that a lot in dicta- in dictatorships? Yes, do. Yes, yeah. Uh, because uh, people are obviously interested to see what's going on outside of dictatorships. Then. Largest Arabic population in the world. Yeah, lots of people don't know that. <laughs> That's true. People don't yeah. know that. <laughs> they don't yeah. know they're Arabic. Like, stop. Yeah, and and really heavily populated place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Particularly uh, Cairo, they even um, mm. uh, they built uh, people. There's a huge uh, populace who live above the graves of their ancestors, literally, like their grand and granddad, because they you, they bought the plot, and so eventually they ended up building on top of it. 
Yes. yes. Quite incredible. Yeah. Um, uh, do you know it's do you know it's actual full name Egypt no it's I don't the Arab Republic of Egypt right mm. wow, so it's a republic trash. now that makes sense uh, approximately 90% of Egyptians are Muslim primarily Sunni 9% yeah. are Coptic and 1% is Christian I don't know what Coptic, Coptic are Christians as well. Oh. Right. Number six. Pharaoh Pepe II had the longest reign in history. 94 years. Wow. Came Egypt's king when he was six years old. I still... This is the beauty of history, isn't it? Because we're talking about 2152 BC. Wow. So, do we think he really lived 100 years in that era? No. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I did have to double check because I was like, Coptic, yeah, they're Christians. And I did check they are Christian. Right. They're Afri- like an African version of Christianity. Yes. Okay. Well, there are many strands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. What about that then? 100 years. Uh, two, two, over 2,000 years ago, Pepe the second lived for a hundred years. I just do you think it must be so much easier back then? Just somebody kind of goes, knocks on the door, and you open it. He's been dead for like five years, and they hey, go, "Hey, where's Pepe?" Pepe, he's, and they go, "He's, he's a skiing, skiing actually. He's just gone away for a week. Yeah. Uh, he'll be back, you know." And then and then do it out the side of your mouth. Go like, "Oh no, he's back." Hey, guys, hello, yeah, hello, Pepe. You're right. Yeah, I'm all right. Excellent. He's upstairs. Yeah. Do you want to see anyone today? Not really. I'd rather not. Okay, then. Fair enough. Sorted. <laughs> He's alive for 100 years. <laughs> As pres- there'll have been some very logical reason to keep his uh, tenure going. Whether they're waiting for his son to not be a baby or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Definitely alive. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't seem that the... sad about your dad dying. Oh, I've come to terms of it now. It's only been a day. Oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> we saw him. He looked like shit. He looked like a raisin. No, yeah, that was the... Yeah, he's got raisinitis. <laughs> he had an allergy to birthday cake for the last 20 years of his bit, life. That was sucked. <laughs> bit of a character, this Pepe the Second. Do you know what he used to do with his slaves? Mm-mm. He used to put honey on them. So the flies were attracted to them and not him. That's pretty good. That's genius. Although, why not just honey on a plate or something? (laughs) Saves on the washing up. I think it was. This is a kink, isn't it? This is just a kink. He was. (laughs) He just like putting honey on people. Good excuse to put honey on people, isn't it? It is. It is. This is the one I use a lot of the time. (laughs) Right. Uh, This. Okay. Number eight. The shape of ancient Egyptian pyramids is thought to have been inspired by the spreading of rays of the sun. Okay. I mean, I've heard that before, and it kind of makes sense. I don't know. I'm, what, I'm, ev- I don't know what evidence they've got for that. Either way, it's one of those. It just does. It, it's one of those that's innocuous. Doesn't matter. It's fine. Yes. It's not stupid. If you'd have said anything else, keep bit of an opinion. In a way, I don't know. Uh, the Egyptian flag is similar to flags of Syria. Iraq and Yemen, and consists of three bands of colours. Right. Well, we know that. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That's a, a, a fact. That's just <laughs> self-evident. There it is. That. Yeah. Uh, 
the literacy rate of Egyptian men is 83% and 59% for women. But there's a reason for that. It's because they go to something called um, women and girls, they would have actually be girls, are recruited by what is called, in loose terms, a carpet school um, at the age of about 10 or 11 or something. Mm. Um, because they're small hands and they can tie knots in the carpets, rugs. A lot, but don't buy Egyptian rugs. Um, <clears throat> when you're there, don't buy one. Uh, and... Uh, anyway, so they're effectively, they're, uh, they're, yeah, they don't want to post it. Their their formal education sort of stopped there and then. Yeah, uh, and then they're doing carpets. That's not a school. That's a carpet shop. Yeah, like, and I'm talking, well, I'm talking thousands of women, and also to put a, like a dark bit on it. There's lots of really messed up stuff, like um, sort of female circumcision and stuff like that, in uh, the girls who work in those, in fact, in those um, carpet schools. Rug schools. Good. (laughs) Lovely. Well, no, there is, with a stat like that, there's always a very specific reason. It's literally that. Just pulled out of school. Small hands tie, small lots. Best rugs in the world. Don't buy them. Yeah. Um, This is um, insightful. On average, only an inch of rain falls in Egypt per year. Incredible. Like, we would get that in an hour. (laughs) They think there's parts of uh, the North African deserts that, that they think inspired the story of Noah, effectively. Yes. Because they know, uh, same way as we, you know, you're aware of time passing and seasons, etc. They knew when the flash floods were, when a flash flood was coming. So you don't need a god didn't tell them it just is that that is the cycle that happens yeah. x x x x x flood like shit and it floods in a like it floods in a matter of hours will will flood in uh in something like that i can't remember it it's like i don't whatever it is like every 30 years or something yeah amazing. incredible amazing amazing that people need sick of it me humans fucking need to make up some weird omnipotent being for it to be a a thing, and the whole world was flooded. How do you know? What do you mean? They told us, but I mean, did you check? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's assumed. Oh, this backs up what we're saying. Um, as of July 2011, the population of Egypt was 82 million. Wow, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, so this is what we're saying 15th most populated country in the world, and you just don't think that. No, it's like, uh, I was. I was Googling something the other day, because oh, I get very fed up of people comparing um, countries relatively to each other. With yes. No- nonsense, just does my head in. And someone was mentioning something, and I think it's is it Bangladesh, the incredible population. And we will always get compared to Australia and New Zealand. You oh. need to check Google. Yeah. That doesn't work. Yeah. Well, I don't know how Egypt got on with COVID. But... Well, badly, but you'd never have known anyway. It didn't matter. But... 99% of the population lives on 6% of the land. Incredible. Incredible. Just stand on each other's head. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just eight blokes on each other's shoulders. <laughs> night, night. Uh, I mean, uh, Cairo, I think it's one of the most polluted cities in the world as well. Oh, it, yeah. When you go to Giza, the pyramids, and you look down to the city, there's a there's literally a, a permanent cloud over the city, which is just it shit. It looks like a heck of a kerfuffle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like my, my mum's version of going to <laughs> Egypt. Did you enjoy yourself? Or were a heck of a kerfuffle? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first pyramid took 20 years to build. I can believe that. 
<laughs> yeah, it does look difficult. You're tricky. Tricky uh, bastard. Um, each block weighs as much as two and a half elephants. <laughs> it's an amazing unit of measurement. Why? Seven thousand Mars bars. What? <laughs> uh, the base of the Great Pyramid takes up as much space as five football fields. Again, another brilliant method of measurement. Why don't you I suppose you can it? pick. At least you can picture that. I suppose so. I've been in. I've been in the middle one. It's huge. Then it's really big. Then the Great yes. One. That's massive. There, there's a lie which people tell because they don't understand the scale of them. People will say uh, there's a picture you can take where it looks like the pyramid. There's a pizza hut next to the pyramids. So <laughs> it's a road that runs parallel to the Giza plateau. And people people will post online things like, oh, you can tell the world's got two capital, capitalised. Look at this. There's the pizza hut. There's the pyramid. You don't understand how big the pyramids are. They're not next to each other. You're insane. Have a look. Oh, okay. We've got Google yeah. Maps. Have a look. It's not yeah, like so it's, it's just uh, it's fucking massive. It's like yeah, saying. It's like a perspective. Yeah, it's just, you just get the right angle. Yeah, you just you just don't know what you're talking about. Amazing. Why wouldn't you look from above? Why would you look from the side? It's weird. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's at least grade two listed the pyramid. So if you want to build least... near it, then you're going to need permission. I would say. Yes, I think so. Um, ancient Egyptians mummified not only people but animals as well. Yeah, I'm a bit worried about that because I don't know if they were alive or dead, or you know. That is his favourite cat. No, 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 no. I am not his favourite. That, <laughs> yeah. If I'm honest, I think he hates me. Uh, Gerald yeah. over there, he, that's his favourite one. <laughs> Get in the jar, Gerald. Archaeologists have found a mummified 15-foot crocodile. Holy shit. Yeah. So I, I like to believe he was asleep at least when they started. I, I like to believe they just did it to see if they could. Yeah, it's <laughs> just someone mega. really good at mummified stuff, and he went, "I am the best." And they went, oh, "Yeah, have you done a crocodile?" <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> give me that crocodile. <clears throat> I'll do it. What are you wrapping up there? Football? How big did That's you think? Did you think fifteen feet? A fifteen foot crocodile. Where did they get it? Because a Nile crocodile, they have they have crocodiles in Egypt. They're not very big. They're only about two foot long. Where did they get that? Did they they get were bigger three thousand years ago, <laughs> like <laughs> like curly whirlies. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was That's bigger then. True. You're probably right. I wondered if they just got it shipped over from like FedEx. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they also found an 18 foot chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, ancient, right? I don't know where this one's going. But rhinos were really small. About the yeah. dog. Yeah, they were. They'd loads of those. Got a pocket one. <laughs> yeah. Everyone had a pocket rhino, although they didn't have pockets. Um, I don't know where this one's going because it's long and it okay. starts ominously so I don't know where it's going to go ancient Egyptian women had more rights and privileges than most other women in the ancient world for example right. they could own property carry out business deals and initiate divorce madness what were they thinking no wonder it all ended badly if this was 50s, if we were doing this podcast in the 50s, they've got what? Right. How silly. Craziness. Yeah. <laughs> Buying property. My wife's got a head full of cotton. <laughs> yes. So I 
I think they were progressive. They were progressive. Sort of. I I understand what you mean when because obviously one of the most famous being uh, Cleopatra, but that's two thousand years after as well. The 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 others. <laughs> so yeah, no, but it's another two thousand years till we got Margaret Thatcher, isn't it? Yeah, true. So they were a lot more progressive than <laughs> us. Yeah. Um, hieroglyphs were developed about three thousand BC. And may have started as early wall paintings in contrast to English 26 letters. Okay. Uh, what? That doesn't make any sense. There are more than 700 different hieroglyphs. Uh, what they mean is, it, they think it was early language, not right. just doodling. Yes. Not so art. But they don't, they don't think any of it. But like cave paintings, they don't think they're art, do they? They're instructions or like how to, you know... Yes, did you see the thing in the on the BBC website the last week? No. About the guy that figured out um ancient cave paintings from around here. Right. Like, you know, northern Europe. Um because they always had these weird markings on them. Right. And what he worked out was they were explaining in the paint in the cave painting of carving or whatever uh-huh. how many babies this species had and when they were they usually had them oh okay so it would say like oh like a sheep oh so they'd have it would have two little dots on its tummy right so sometimes they have two yeah and and spring yeah how sophisticated was that's that? a really that makes perfect when you think about it you, that makes absolute sense because they've worked out that if they do it then they're going to end up Dying in the cold or whatever. So yeah. yeah, that's that's good. I like that. Yeah. So so again, this was a similar thing. It was explain. It was it was a way of explaining. Oh, I don't know where you are in the facts of things. Um, I've got a little. I've got a, a local story that's quite good. A local but, Egyptian story. It is a local Egyptian story. Fantastic. So just a little bit better. I used to buy and sell stuff at auctions because I just like doing it. You buy stuff at an auction, you sell it on eBay. And uh, so sometimes I still I watch um, thingy. I watch auctions. Uh, you know, literally, <laughs> I open the book and I open the things online, have a check what they've got. Anyway, one of the auctions I used to go to had two Sphinx garden ornaments that hit the national news. I think it was last year, the year before, because they'd got an estimate of between three and five hundred pounds for two garden ornaments that were Sphinxes. And they sold at auction for £195,000. And I was trying to work out, because if you're somebody who watches auctions, you try to understand how other buyers knew something you didn't How What was the obvious thing? Because they couldn't have seen them. They were in Sudbury in Suffolk. Right. They couldn't have been there in person. Did you watch it online or did you just look at the catalogue? No. I looked at the catalogue. So. Right. I looked at the catalogue, um, and that's what they did, and they worked out that they were worth £195,000, not 400 quid. And so I was trying to work out what it was. Yeah. And, and and I sat there, and then suddenly I had an epiphany. And it was such a, it's, it's such a brilliant thing. Because what you do when you go to an auction is, uh, so when I used to go to auctions, if I spotted something I wanted, you don't hang around in front of it. You don't take any any pictures. What you want to do is stare very intently at the thing next to it and out of your peripheral vision be looking at what you want. And the other thick trick I used to do is take a picture of the thing next to it and then cut the picture 
like so I can do the research between uh-huh. the viewing day and the selling. Yeah. Anyway, so you try and so you're all trying to you need to know at an auction you want to be the only person who knows what you know. So I'm trying to work out afterwards in retrospect what did they realise and the, the what they realised is absolutely brilliant. So two sphinxes, three to five hundred quid. How did everybody work out? They weren't garden ornaments. Uh, what it was was in the catalogue they were registered as 19th century garden ornaments and so so somewhere between 1800 and 1900 and i'm like okay looking at them and i realized what it was was the sphinx these two garden sphinxes had feet and they didn't uncover the feet of the Giza sphinx until 1887 right so they must have been actual ancient Egyptian sphinxes because they had oh, feet. Fantastic. Oh, and I just thought that's the best thing that, that people have looked at. It's, you know, uh, uh, collectors, etc. museum bought them. <clears throat> but the, and it turns out they were in a gun, they were in, a, in an estate sale 10 years ago. So some, somebody probably, you know, an, an explorer or something like that. Right. Like, Whenever Blimey. had got them, but they'd got feet, and that was what it was. So the people they were like, "Oh no, I got feet! <laughs> this is not. It's impossible that these were made in 1850 because they didn't they wouldn't have known what the feet looked like." Incredible. They knew they were there, but they they it was buried from the chin down. There's also another rumor because we were talking about um, not rumors, conspiracy theories that become some conspiracy theories become legend. There's two legends in Egypt that aren't true which is the sphinx when it was finished had a beard uh like a a, a pharaoh's beard which isn't isn't there um and the two most prominent theories or like conspiracy theories are that napoleon's um army shot it off and it fell off and then then in the north african front in the second world war the nazis shot it off what actually happened was it fell off and where is the Sphinx's beard is at the um, at the British Museum because mm. we're a bunch of mad bastards. Yeah, we it, slowly give this stuff back though. Don't we? Oh, it's so terrible, isn't it? Yeah, and if you see right. somebody on the news, just stop nicking stuff or at it's least fine. give it back. It's absolute. I love hearing the excuse it's of why we off. can't give it back. That beard was always going to fall off. Think about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it didn't need to be here. Oh no! If it fell off, it's ours. It touched the floor. It does. It fell into someone's pocket. Ten second rule: I touched it. It's mine. (laughs) In the trailer. I just love the fact we do that. It's like when you think of Cleopatra's needle in on the side of the Thames. You just go, "Why have we got that?" Uh, just wanted it. That seems a bit much. We could have just got some postcards and one of those um, straw donkeys. Now I know that. Everyone's got one of them. They haven't got clear patches yeah. needle sticking in the car. Yeah, I know, but this, yeah. Talking of ancient um, stuff as well, moving away from the pyramids. I don't know if you know this. So there are two places in the world. I don't know where one of them is, where they think, where it's believed by Christians that Moses was given the Ten Commandments on stone tablets. And one of them is in Egypt Um, and it's called Mount Sinai. 
And at the bottom is uh, a thing we were talking about, a Coptic um, <clears throat> nunnery. Anyway, but the, 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 the story goes that uh, Moses went to the top of Mount Sinai and was given the tablets yeah. with the Ten Commandments on by God. And then he came down. I've been up Mount Sinai um, with my wife here to leave at four o'clock in the morning because you can't walk up there in, in the daylight because the heat's too much. Right. Uh, you start walking up at, yeah, I think about three o'clock in the morning and you get to the top of Mount Sinai and then you see the sun rise over. Uh, the The idea is the shadows rush towards you and uh, you're at the top of Mount Sinai. And uh, I've done that. Um, it was cloudy. We didn't see. That didn't happen. It was awful. I think we both had the shit and had <laughs> taken enough Imodium to like, nearly kill us just so we could get up to the top of the mountain yeah. without shitting ourselves. It was absolutely dark. At one point, my wife walked into a camel, which is very funny. It, it was laying down in the dark, obviously someone's camel, and she just walked straight into the side of it. Yeah. Who parked it there? Who parked that there? And, uh, yeah, a group of about 20 of us, the top of Mount Sinai. Um, and I can, I, I've got a fact for you about that, and that is the worst cup of coffee in the world is available at the top of Mount Sinai. Yeah. It tastes like... What I assume the water tastes like when you've done all the washing up, but you should have changed the water. It looks yeah. like that, and then they heat that up, and then they serve it to you as a cup of coffee. And um, how did he carry these tablets back down? He didn't because they didn't exist. <laughs> There's no way you wouldn't carry someone's bum bag down from the top of Mount Sinai. You right. wouldn't. Can you carry this down? Fuck off! No, <laughs> not carrying that down. Just memorize it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Do a brass rubbing. That's what you should have done. Yeah. Give me that that pack of crayons, big bit of paper. I'll be back in a couple of hours and uh, I'm gonna do it. Pass us that fag packet, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually, we're yeah, just thinking about that. I did smoke when I was at the top of uh, uh, um back then. So I probably I had a cigarette at the top of Mount Sinai. That was one of the last things we did where we were um we had that thing where everybody who's ever stayed at an all-inclusive hotel has had the uh, shits where you think you're going to die. Uh, it, mm. And it's not it's not due to the cooking. It's due to feral English children <laughs> picking up rolls after touching their ass and putting them back, which is, thanks for that, you feral little bastards. I've got a bit of Cairo tummy. You haven't. <laughs> you, you've got Peckham tummy. That is not the same thing. Yeah. Um, I have got how to mummify a mummy. Oh, Do you want to hear that? Okay. It's not. It's gross, isn't it? No, it's not that bad. I kind of get, I get the well, less. There definitely graphic. is a gross bit. I yeah, it's all about the brain. It's fairly gross, but I kind of got one of the um, less ones. Here we go. This is a step by step process. Anybody's got a pen? Go for it. <laughs> Insert a hook through a hole near the nose. And pull out part of a the hole brain. near the nose. It says hole near the nose, yeah. And pull that, out. Part. I think you've got to make. I think you've got to make the hole. Humans okay. don't come with that hole. They do. do. Two holes. Yeah. Anyway, insert a hook through a hole near the nose. Pull out part of the brain. Doesn't say which part. Well, make a cut down the left hand side on the left hand side of the body near the tummy. I assume they mean near the belly button. Remove. Step three. Remove internal organs. Yeah. Step four, let organs dry. It doesn't say how. <laughs> Hang <the> them up. 
peg them up, they'll be all right. <clears throat> Number five, place I mean, the lungs. You're already, you're already probably a couple of hours in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd say yeah. so. <laughs> Do you know, it's not like, you know, it's not like one of Jamie Oliver's no, 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 recipes, no. is it? No, this is quite, this is quite a long, arduous process. Number five, place Wash the lungs. <laughs> place <laughs> lungs, intestines, stomach, and liver inside. Canopic jars, which I think are those jars that are like you seal at the top. Yeah. Um, rinse inside of body with wine and spices. Now we're back on Jamie Oliver. Yeah. Wine and spices. Bit of fennel. Get it in there. Uh, Always fennel. That must be ceremonial. What? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. How do they do it? How do they? <laughs> when... You say, obviously, these things are learnt. So they must have done one where they fucked up. Like, you don't do Marmite, because do you remember what happened last time? You use time? white wine. Yeah, <laughs> it's red wine. <laughs> Is that clove? Yeah, no, you know, I love it. Coriander, Cory. That's amazing. Doug smells like shit now you've done that. <laughs> Cover the corpse. fallen off. <laughs> <laughs> Cover the corpse with salt for 70 days. This is the bit where you really leave it. It's fine. 70 days in the salt. And they bothered to do this with a crocodile. Yeah. They must have been bored as shit that day. You're juggling because after 40 days, stuff the body with linen or sand to give it more of a human shape, it says. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, Because they didn't have Build-A-Bear workshop, did they? (laughs) You don't have to look like a badly deflated balloon. (laughs) No, No, I... Yeah, I knew they'd be that step. Uh, place in sarcophagus open brackets a type of box like a coffin close brackets they're good place sarcophagus uh, oh sorry if the person had been a pharaoh he would be placed inside a special burial chamber with lots of treasure it says there that's it we're done but if not not it doesn't mention the bandages oh no there's plenty of that though Mm, mm. I suppose it's very bandage dependent how much you've got what were the bandages? Because I've never actually checked. I assume they're made of um, papyrus. Oh, oh no, what? Yeah, maybe they've got linen. Must have, must they must have, have had, had some linen. form of linen. Oh, fuck. If you're in Egypt, that's one thing that people love selling you is art on papyrus sheets. Art. Yes. And then you go around someone's house. If you ever see one, like what looks like a, like some horrible piece of art in, in, in inverted commas, and it looks like it's on papyrus. Don't ask them where they got it from. Because <laughs> the answer is they got conned at a shop in Egypt and they're stupid enough to buy it. Don't buy it. <clears throat> I always find I stand by the door. If I know your business is set up, you know, you walk in and then somebody will say something like, oh, we're going to learn about this. And I can see a till. Just stand by the door. Yeah. And put your wallet somewhere <laughs> so that you don't accidentally buy it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, so that's that, that's that's a nice process. Back to the facts. Have you got any more tidbits? Um, uh, back to facts. Back to facts. I've probably got more tidbits. Sorry. I, do you know what? It's an enigma of a place because you would have thought, after everything we've just said and have been saying, tourism would be huge in Egypt. If it is big, I mean, it's big in the. Um... It makes it only makes up twelve percent. Of their GDP or whatever, and uh, the, U- the, the UK's is nine percent. Yeah, it's it's 
I mean, the manufacturing in Egypt is absolutely, obviously, it, it's massive. Yeah, true. Um, so yeah, and export. Um, the main tourism is in the is in uh, uh, the two places, isn't it? Valley of the Kings um, and uh, which is was that Luxor? Can't think. I'm trying to think. Gone. On the other side of the river and the Sinai Peninsula, which is the um, Sharm El Sheikh. Oh, here you go. It's about Egypt. A few years ago, the number one shark attack place in the world was Egypt. The Nile. Uh, they no. swim up the Nile, don't they? They can do, but this was the um, at Sharm El Sheikh because uh, people were doing something incredibly stupid that only Westerners would ever do, which is they were stealing bread rolls from the hotel, One, you know, getting them at breakfast, and then a, a huge, it's a massive diving area in um, Sharm El Sheikh, and they, what they were doing, in the shallow water, they were putting bits of bread and whatever and attracting all these very pretty coral species, oh. fishes, over. And as the water temperature soars in the summer, it speeds up sharks' metabolisms. They need to eat more um, because they're using far more energy. And their prey species had gone over the... Well, it's kind of, you know, it's you've interrupted the food chain. The tiniest fishes are coming over the top. The fishes that eat those fish yeah. are coming over as well. And the fish that eat the bigger fish, e.g. the sharks, then go, well, bollocks to it. And so, yeah, they were maiming people and ripping off people's arms and legs and stuff. And so, yeah, they ended up with the shark attack capital of the world, um, Sharm El Sheikh, because of that. I've been uh, done that as well, done snorkeling. It was terrifying because some twat misidentified a load of fish as uh, barracudas, which aren't very safe. And they were actually something called trumpet fish, which are entirely harmless. But um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah I don't think you'd get me in. You don't, I don't think you'd get me in. Uncharted waters. Well, this was a just a this was a snorkel tour. It was, I mean, it was it was interesting. I know, but I don't trust people. Yeah, well, that's where I am, and I nearly I don't think I've told this on the podcast. I nearly drowned because I this is the most British way to drown ever. Jumped off the back of the boat to get in the water to to congregate for the tour, and when I jumped off, you had to wear a buoyancy aid, and the buoyancy aid uh, moved and hit the bottom of the mask and pushed my snorkel out of my face. Uh, and I was stuck in a position where I basically uh, was going to drown. And the guide was talking to everybody, and I was drowning, but I didn't want to interrupt him. <laughs> <laughs> so I nearly drowned, thinking, I hope you get to the end of this bit quite quickly, because if you don't, I'm going to drown out of politeness. <laughs> How did John drown? He didn't want to interrupt the tour yeah. guide. You no, know, he's doing his job. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm drowning. Just put your hand up when you've got a minute. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't because I was kind of pinned. Yeah, <laughs> fucking idiot. Ancient Egyptians believed they were made from clay on a potter's wheel by the river God. Num. <laughs> so, you know, they invented a lot of stuff, they were smart, but they weren't that smart. Yes. Because, you know, there's a very easy way to prove you're not made of clay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, surely, surely the you... mummification. Yeah, surely been. that would give it away. There is a lot of clay inside this bastard. Uh, okay. <laughs> Get that long bit, that wet bit, chuck yeah. it over there. <laughs> Leave it. <clears throat> because I researched this just before we started 
doing the recording and it was just for uh, I've already I've already done it. <laughs> um I was trying to find out that was it, Richard Burton. That was the story I was going to tell you. Go on, then. Just before we started recording. They do a thing at the if you're in Cairo, this still exists. That's what I was double checking. There they've changed the voice from what I've heard. It's called the sound the sound and light show at the pyramids. So what you do is you go to the Giza Plateau at night um, and you and they're, and they're an audience and you sit down. This was obviously less this was obviously cooler 20 years ago than it is now, but it existed. So what they do is they tell the stories the story of the pyramids with the narrator with lasers on the pyramids. Mm-hmm. So they show, like, then this happened and this, and and and, and they have, uh, yeah, they tell the story with lasers of things. So yeah, they do. Uh, you know, people are walking along the pyramids, etc., etc. So this is it's very old tech. You think of nineteen ninety five disco with very very good effects. That's about where we are with this with lasers where they tell this story right, it's like right. animated basically and, yeah, that sounds and, nice and there's music and the voiceover was richard burton i must have been right near the end of his life but right. very weird to hear this very dramatic british voice a welsh but whatever telling the story anyway i was there with my ex-girlfriend we were watching it and there was about a, 200 people in the audience. We're all sat there and watching it and we're watching all these lasers. And um, as I've said before, I have attention problems. We were watching the thing and, and it's very quiet, obviously. And about midway through the show, uh, they have fruit bats in Egypt that fly onto banana plantations and date plantations from the caves they live in yeah. every night. And uh, a bat, a fruit bat, about the size of a chihuahua with wings, flew over. And so mid-thing, there was like, and then they built these amazing structures. And you just heard a little voice go, bloody hell, a bat! That was me. Because a bat flew over. <laughs> the bat was way better than the lazy show. It was yeah. massive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's incredible. Oh, yeah, Richard Burton have changed it now for um, I can't uh, 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 an Arabic actor, but I, I can't remember who he is. <laughs> but I they did probably couldn't get him to change the. What? They probably it couldn't get him that... to agree to the new wordings. It's now Omar Sharif is now the voice of it, but it was previously Richard Burton. Hmm. Light effects from the sixties. Rehashed information about the history of the pyramids. Yawn. Have <laughs> someone's review. And <laughs> <laughs> all from the sixties. This from the eighties or nineties. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, hippos were considered bad omens. Still are, aren't they? I don't know. I, I just like think them. if what if one turned up in your garden, you'd think that's a bad omen. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I would. It, that's the first thing I'd think. This is a bit of bad luck. Fucking out. <laughs> There's a hippo in the garden. <laughs> um, uh, yes. 
Uh, I loved it. I, I did the, the, just. I mean, I definitely. If anyone gets the opportunity to go to Egypt, I definitely would. We. Oh, the other thing when we were in, which I don't. They might have changed now. There was a mass shooting in Egypt in the nineties, and after that, you had to. If you were going, if you were part of a tour group, you had to have a member of the Egyptian sort of secret service as part of your tour group. So they could quickly react to any terrorist incident. The the the, the massacre was in the um, Valley of the Kings, so you had to do that. And how you do it? How you used to do it? I don't know if this still exists. The the coach would stop just outside of Cairo, and you would pick up your agent, who would become part of the group, and he had a hidden firearm. The hidden firearm was, um, for anybody interested, was a Heckler and Koch MP5, which is a submachine gun, which was slung under his arm. Now, I'm not saying that it was easy to pick out who the um, secret member of any tour group was. But on our tour group, we were on a coach with another 38 people. So there was 38 quite pink or white British people. Yeah. All wearing shorts and a T-shirt, strappy top if you're a lady. Yeah. And one bloke wearing a trench coat. I'm not saying it was that <laughs> that made I it see why that would raise a... stick out like a bastard. Only bloke wearing a coat. Yeah. <laughs> and it was 30, I think it was 38 degrees. Yeah. 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 Nice. I would have I would have noticed him. But yeah, he so he shadowed us the, the whole time we were there. And they have a quick reaction force at at Giza with um, Land Rovers and um, the army basically sit above in case something goes wrong and mm. they will come down and shoot everybody. Nice. Yeah. Um, I've got 10 things you I didn't that, know the Egyptians invented. I think that, and that'll be the end of it. That's a beautiful end, isn't it? That's a be- perfect. I, I can't wait. Right. Number 10 bowling. <laughs> Red Flintstone style. First thing yeah. you said it. <laughs> bowling, yeah. <laughs> Just loads of rags woven together into a big ball. Needs to try and knock things over. Like it. Yeah. Uh, ink. Right. Yep. That's what they did with it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ink. That makes sense. I can. I, I'm. I'm. I'm fine with that one. Uh, makeup I'm, I'm... and wigs. Number eight. Number eight. Makeup and wigs. Okay. Yep. And uh, I think some of these. I. I these that are makeup's be... definitely true. I've seen it on telly. Yeah, I'm going to say ink is not, but uh, I'm with it. I'm okay with it. <laughs> uh, and 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 it wasn't a lady thing. Both men and women wore makeup and wigs, apparently. Yeah. Uh, barbers. So right. Basically, the idea of paying someone to cut your hair. Uh, the calendar and timekeeping. Again, that's that's so loose, isn't it? <laughs> It's a bit loose. I think we people... need I, some. You could probably dispute with these if you were aware of the timeline of all the ancient civilizations. Yeah, well, uh, whatever. Stonehenge is basically a calendar, isn't it? It's a lunar calendar or a, 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 a yeah. Calendar. So probably not tricky. Well, they also claiming to have invented tables. Again, yeah, that's very loose. I think it's fine as long as you work with a loose definition of what a table is. Uh, yeah, 1492 BC. 
yeah, I would say that people ate stuff off stuff before that. But that's yeah, fine. but they didn't call it. They didn't trademark that's what I mean. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> table. Yeah, I'm with you on that. This one's quite amazing. Even before tables, <laughs> they, uh, they uh, invented toothbrushes, toothpaste, and toothpaste. That I could actually believe because we do know that. Um, they'd worked out that infection was a real problem, particularly yeah. things like gingivitis, which 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 we get into bloodstream, which effectively causes causes septicemia. So they didn't know, but they knew it is that nice. That was a bad idea to clean your teeth. It feels nice, and yeah, 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 yeah. humans of any era were looking for things that was nice. Yeah, and and stop themselves dying as well. You know, obviously realize that. Just I know they. Yeah. I know there was dentistry in 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 ancient Egypt, wasn't there? Which is quite incredible. Um, they're also claiming to have in- invented the police. <laughs> Again, that's a very loose definition, isn't it? You just reminded me of a Mitchell and Webb thing <laughs> with the cavemen and the police. <laughs> but yeah, th- I, I guess it's yeah, like you say, it's broad, and it's the idea of. Someone being appointed to keep order. Right? Yes. Which is fair enough. Uh, they met the lock. Okay. Yes. See, that's that's more definable. Yes. Like, that, that does sound like something that's probably true. Yes. Uh, yeah, so they found a really, really old one. It's the oldest one they found. Right. So it's in a way, that's proof anyway, isn't it? Yes. You know, it's until like someone an finds an older lock, then they invented the lock. It's like that thing about Romans and batteries. They've invented clay batteries, which, but it was just a trick. It was like a <laughs> electrocute your mate with it. It wasn't, they didn't do anything with it. They didn't have an alarm clock. I remember seeing um, they found a bread oven with some crumbs in, and the crumbs were 5,000 years old. Yeah, yeah, they found a bread oven. They found some bread recently in, um, I can't remember what it's called. Where's the Italian ancient thing? Where the volcano ended civilization there. Oh, Pompeii. Pompeii, they found a bread oven, didn't they? With bread still in it. Yeah. You, can't, you can't eat it. But, no, um, they did try. Yeah, but it basically had the brand of the bakery on it, on the bread, because you took your bread to the oven and they, uh, the one guy, Jeff, who had an oven, and they you put it in. And so you knew which bread it was. Yeah. You can't do it. That's, that's amazing. And they, number one, their big claim. <laughs> <laughs> pyramids is... they did do that one <laughs> Medi- no because there wasn't a pyramid before that yeah there was yeah, yeah um and no medicines medicines okay i'm Which, all right with that yeah, i don't think that's fine. true either i think that's too loose it's a loose one but they kind of they were a bit obsessive all that absolutely definitely cleanliness particularly realized well it, it doesn't matter it how they realized it might be the specificness of it being a medicine as opposed to like a tonic or you know like literally we've created this thing and if you take it its intention is to yeah if that makes you feel again i do wonder how many times they tried other stuff (laughs) (laughs) that does not work what do you mean she is dead oh well fair enough i just thought she was very relaxed no we're gonna have to pull her brain out of her nose with a hook oh yeah. for fuck's sake i'm not doing that i've read it i'm not doing it i haven't got 40 days to spare <laughs> she only sneezed i didn't even like her that much <laughs> uh yeah no uh so that's egypt and we, you recommend it what you i do recommend it, it. i i i I, um, a friend of mine and 
was talking about another place recently and i and i'd recommend egypt solely off the back of um people uh the fact that the, the populace nice. yeah it's it an incredible yeah absolutely lovely <clears throat> i had a very weird i got oh well i've been drunk all over the world um uh the first time i went with my ex-girlfriend we were very very close to to it being the end of that relationship and uh in tunisia when we went there we had a really funny really bubbly um rep who was called max um she's very funny she's hilarious uh and uh, my ex-girlfriend didn't really like me talking to other women at all this is fine to say this because she's mad we went to egypt and when we landed at the airport um and we were getting uh, rivals. Our rep from Tunisia was also in Egypt, <laughs> and I just heard this John from the other side of the room, and uh, quite a large lady was Max, and she sprinted across the arrivals for a hug, and uh, went on a pub crawl with Max one night, and and got absolutely shit faced beyond belief. Amazing. Yeah, it was quite, you know, when you're at the end of a relationship, you think, I can't really get in any more. I'm already in the bad books. I yeah. can't make it any worse. Might as well accelerate into this skid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. Um, if you're not a member of the Facebook group, why not? You're mad. You definitely should be. It is called the On Topic um, Podcast. Just type it in at the top. I'll be a Facebook, facebook.com. Big one. Yeah, yeah. Put us on Twitter if you like. Send us an email. We got an email this week from uh, the only person who's ever emailed us, Mick. Um, and it's quite a good idea for a thing. But it's called the On Topic Podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us a suggestion or a correction or whatever. Um, and join in the discussion either of those ways or follow us on Twitter. You might as well be one of the six people who's doing that. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Oh, and go to YouTube and subscribe because we've got a live video. We've got a YouTube channel now. We'll talk yeah. about that more next time. Yeah. All right then. Bye. 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 On Twitter.